Amen. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, I want you to turn with me, if you would, amen, to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Amen. We're going to go to verse 41. And the Bible says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Amen. That's a lot of folks. Amen. Go with me just to probably the next page to chapter 4. We're going to look at verse 31. The Bible says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the Word of God with boldness. Father, for the next few moments here this morning, Lord, I just ask you to use me as a mouthpiece, O God, for the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray that you would give us the spiritual ears to hear your voice in this Word today. Give us the spiritual eyes to see the path as you lay it out before us, and give us the godly wisdom, Lord, that we need to walk in that path. Father, we just be careful to give you the thanks and the praise and the glory that you alone are due. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, amen. Say it like you mean it, in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Praise God. I want to talk to you today about two words. What if? You know, we just recently closed out the year of 2013. Hard to believe. It's hard to get your mind wrapped around that. At least it is for me. A year of many happenings in the land and in our lives, no doubt. Could have been a year of great difficulty for you in your life. Could have been a year of blessings. Don't know what all that that year of 2013 entailed for each of you. But whatever it was, it's behind us now. Amen. So two, year, two words that I want for the new year of 2014. It's what if. Very important words. Now, these words can have two different types of effects. Depends on what you set them up with. You can start them off with, praise God, what if? Or you can start them off with fear or doubt or the opposite of faith and say, Oh, no. What if? You see what I mean? 
See, you can take them same two words and go two different directions with it, can't you? The Bible says how forcible are right words. Every one of you finished that sentence for me. It's awesome. I love it. We're a word church. Word. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I don't know what they all did. I mean, had a lot of young people in our church, and in in uh, uh, she's like, "How do you do that?" <laughs> now, in sign language, it is. Amen. No W's W. That's W. Oh, yep. Yeah, and I do too. And well, not sign language, but I know hand language. Yeah. Anyway, I know all my alphabet. Yeah, I have for many years. Yeah, amen. Anyway, um, amen. Now, so what we want to do is we want to take those two words and we want to keep them in proper context throughout this year. Amen. And so we're going to talk today about some what-ifs for 2014. Amen. Praise God. Now, what if this is the year of new beginnings? Amen. Notice here on the day of Pentecost, and, and I tell you, church, that's incredible stuff right there. That's incredible anointing. The Bible says that they received power after that the Holy Ghost came upon them. Amen. Look over there in Acts chapter 2. Let's just look at that scripture and back up for just a moment and look at the scripture there in Acts chapter 2. Amen. Or actually Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and all in, in the uttermost parts of the earth amen now they receive power to become what witnesses amen how did you listen how many of you know you got to have power to be a witness what you were just talking about earlier was the holy ghost giving you the power to become an effective witness amen because what happened was the holy ghost turned you into a walking bible amen you can't argue with the word of god man People can argue with theory, but they can't argue with the written word because you either believe it or you don't. And if you don't believe this is the undeniable word of God, buddy, you you ain't got a prayer's chance anyway. Then you ain't you don't even believe in Jesus. If you don't believe that's the undisputable word of God and it's unmovable, unshakable, and this is solid, it's the rock on the foundation of the building project. Man, if you don't believe in the foundation, you may as well stop right now. If you ain't got no confidence in the foundation, what in the world are you trying to build on it for? That's the foundation right there. Praise God. The Bible says, upon this rock, praise God, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. But it says that ye shall receive power. They receive power. And then up there the Bible says that all that gladly received it, were baptized, and there were added unto them that day about 
thousand souls. Buddy, if you came to church and stood up and said, I'd just like to testify today. Uh, I baptized 3,000 people yesterday. You know, you stood up and said, I just want to tell y'all, uh, I witnessed yesterday at Walmart and the whole store got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> hey man, they ate one, one donut. It was so good the Holy Ghost fell on them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you, you see a pastor dancing out and jumping, shouting, running, skipping, and hopping. Amen. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to put that on the news. Of course, man, the devil had to find a way to refute that right quick. But, uh, man, you know, I mean, that's some powerful stuff. That's the old, they'd be thinking I done gave them a poison donut or something. That's <laughs> some kind of brain effect on them or something. Yeah. Anyway, but. Man, that's a, listen, buddy, the, the church, the church had an unbelievable beginning. It was, the mind can't even wrap around the beginning the church had. What an anointing. What a powerful move of God that took place on the very first day. <laughs> wow, man. That's what I'm talking about. But you know what? There was a whole lot of time led up to that day. There was a whole lot of effort. A whole lot of word went forth. A whole lot of teaching took place. Do you know what? Before, before Peter went and preached that word on the day of Pentecost to all them people, what had to happen first? Jesus taught Peter. You know what happened? Jesus had to give him the keys. Which is the what? The understanding of the Word of God. Jesus taught them. The Bible said, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand Scripture. Amen. And when he opened their understanding that they might understand Scripture, praise God, then... Then he sent the Comforter, amen. The Bible says that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. He told them to go and wait, tear at Jerusalem, until they were endued with power from on high. And he said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. Folks, people can claim to have the Holy Ghost all they want to. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If you're preaching a doctrine that's different than the doctrine of the apostles, I just don't believe that's the Holy Ghost. Now, another place, Acts 4 and 4, just shortly after that. Amen. The Bible says... Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of, of the men was about 5,000. There's another 5,000. Amen. Then you look at the 4,000 fed, and the 5,000 fed, plus women and children. This is, a, this is a, an assemblance of, of people that received the word of God as well. Amen. I'm going to tell you, there was a lot of people receiving the word of God. 
Amen. There was a lot of people that were receiving the word in that day. What if this is the year of new beginnings for each of us? Amen. I'm going to tell you, we had a new beginning at the beginning of this year. Praise God. How many of you believe we started it off right? Amen. Praise God. I think that was a pretty good beginning. Praise God. What if this year you surrender like never before? What if this year you go further than ever before in God? Amen. What if this year you make sure that everything in your life is under the blood? What if this year you bring into captivity every thought under the obedience of Christ? How many of you know that's a tough one right there? Yeah, oh yeah, it works. It's good. Yes, amen. But I'm going to tell you, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. If you can master that, that second to mastering this right here. Now that right there is the toughest thing on the planet, right there, mastering that tongue. Yeah, I tell you what, it's almost insurmountable without super glue for some folks. And even with that, some of you'd rip your lips, plumb off your face, <laughs> trying to spit that word out. I believe if some of us could learn how to talk out of our ears in a very short period of time, maybe talk to your nose, <laughs> whatever, whatever had to happen. See, amen, you'd have to, she's already saying you'd have to handcuff her. Amen, put two hands in one glove, cuff them behind her back. Oh, oh yeah, see, I, yeah, I know. You try to get the point across, amen. What if this year we return to our first love? Oh, yeah. He's so good. He's so good. Hallelujah. What if this year we stop looking back and we start looking ahead? Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brother, give me that. Philippians 3, 13 14. Hallelujah, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What if this year we quit looking back? What if this year we just set our sights straight ahead? Praise God. Church, I don't want you to look back. I don't want you to get caught up in the things of your past. Get caught up in the things ahead. How many of you know better days lie ahead? Amen. Greater things are still to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. It hath not yet appeared what we shall be. Praise God. 
What if this year we go further than ever before? Hallelujah. What if this year your prayers are answered? How many of you have prayed for a long time and still no answer? Still no move, still no result. I want you all to get me some scriptures. Sister Tara, Matthew 21, 22. Sister Hoffman, Matthew 7, 7. Sister Brenda, John 16, 24. Sister Erica, Luke 18 and 5. The Bible says, brother, get me, get me uh, Acts 4.31 again, if you would, please, and read that for me. What if this year your prayers were answered? Sister Tara, go. Amen. What if your prayers are answered this year? Who's got Matthew 7.7? 7? Hallelujah. Praise God. John 16:24. Ask and you receive you may you will receive that your joy may be full. Brother, what does it say right there? Hallelujah. Man, when they prayed, the place where they were was shaken. Hallelujah. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Look with me at Luke chapter 18. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Listen carefully, church. How many of you have prayed perhaps for... Weeks or months or years and still not got a result. How many of you have been praying about something and you still hadn't heard from God? Amen. Look at what the Bible says as he spoke this parable unto them. Amen. The Bible says that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Say that with me. Not to faint. Amen. He was saying there was in a city a judge that feared not God, neither regarded man. Listen carefully. And there was a widow in that city. She came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. He would not for a while. But afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. The Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, 
When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Church, just because God does not answer your prayer, you keep praying. Hallelujah. And you keep believing. Praise God. He said, when you pray and believe, there shall nothing be impossible to you. Amen. When you stand praying, praise God. Believe whatsoever things you desire when you stand praying. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Doesn't mean you might get them that very moment. I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And then I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And you know what? God will answer. God will answer. How many of you know? I want you to close your eyes for just a moment, everyone in this building. I'm talking individually to you. I want to tell you, children of God, Jesus knows what you need. And Jesus knows what you want. Jesus knows the desires of your heart right now. I want you to think about the things that you're desiring right now in your heart. Just think about them. Is everybody thinking about the desires of their heart right now? If you are, lift your hand. Those desires that are in your mind right now, the Lord's looking right at them and He already knows them. He knows them. I want you to understand Jesus is watching you. Jesus has you in His hand. He's got you. Be patient. Be patient. He's got you. And He will move. What if this year, thank you, what if this year your prayers are answered? What if this year your children get right with God? What if this year's the year they say, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me, Jesus. What if this year they decide, man, I can't, I'm tired, I just can't run anymore. Yes, Lord, I hear you. What if this year your family turns to the truth? What if this year they all find their way? To the precious name of Jesus and the waters of baptism. What if this year your family lays their burdens down and heeds the call and the wooing of the Holy Ghost? What if this year Your spouse comes to the Lord. 
What if this year, those that's hearing by tape, what if this year your spouse comes to Jesus? What if this year you conquer your negative thoughts? What if this year you conquer your negative attitude? How many of you ever needed help in that area? It's hard sometimes to keep a positive attitude in it. What if this year you get all your bills paid? Praise God. <laughs> I jump shout for that. It's tax time. <laughs> Amen. What if this year God restores your health, renews your strength like the eagle? What if God Restores or renews your marriage. What if this is the year of revival for the church? Praise God. The Bible said there in verse 31, Brother Edward, you still have that? 431. Yes, hallelujah. And they they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God. And they spoke the Word of God with boldness, hallelujah. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God. What if this is the greatest year this church has ever seen? What if God fills every chair in this building? What if many out there gladly received the Word? Praise God. You know what caused there to be 3,000 souls on the day of Pentecost that turned to the church? They gladly received it said they that gladly received it were baptized. Listen, folks, if they don't gladly receive it and become baptized, they ain't doing nothing going swimming, whether it's in the name of Jesus or the titles, either one. I mean, what good does it do to force somebody that don't believe anyway to be baptized in the name of Jesus? You ain't doing nothing because it's an act, it's a, it's a faith thing. Amen. It's like, Saying I do and not really meaning it. It ain't no different. Stand up there taking your wedding vows and waiting on that, waiting on five o'clock where you're gonna, uh, leave and go meet with some other, some other person. Ain't no different. The Bible says they that gladly received it were baptized. 
Amen. If a person don't gladly receive that, they ain't, they ain't got it to start anyway. I'm going to tell you, I've been in this a while, and 99.9% of the time when I preach that, I'm going to tell you, there have been people, lots of them, that said, I need to be rebaptized, even baptized in Jesus' name. Because they had a more clear understanding of it now, and they decided, you know what? I want to make a new commitment, and I want to, man, I want to go into this completely uh, understanding what it is I'm doing, and I want to make that absolute uh, 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 revealed commitment. Amen. I want to make that new commitment with a complete revelation of what it is I'm doing. Amen. It is. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, when you see it and you gladly receive it, praise God, that's what caused them to move. Amen. Revival... Some people don't know what revival really means. But the word revival means return. Recall or recall or recovery to life from death or apparent death as the revival of a drowned person. How many of you know we can drown in the affairs of this life. And sometimes we need some Holy Ghost CPR, don't we? The Holy Ghost needs to breathe new life, praise God. It needs to put a new breath of life into our lungs, doesn't it? Return or recall to activity from a state of languor as the revival of spirits. <laughs> now... I've seen, I've seen some folks, buddy, that you need a couple sticks of dynamite to blow their backside up out of a chair, buddy. I can't you. They get so settled in there and nestled in like they nestled in for the winter, and uh, you can't hardly, can't hardly get them moving again, you know. It means recall or return or recovery from a state of neglect, oblivion, obscurity or depression as the revival of letters or learning. It means renewed and more active attention to religion and awakening of men to their spiritual concerns. Amen. So there's a big meaning to the word revival. Amen. What if revival would make this a year of forgiveness? Ooh, what? Did you know forgiveness will put you in hell? Lack of forgiveness will put you in hell. And forgiveness will help you make it home. Because without it, you can't make it. How many of you know lack of forgiveness 
brings bitterness. And do you know that lack of forgiveness hurts you only? Mm-hmm. Now stop and think about it. How many of you ever had a tough time forgiving somebody? And you know, while you're sitting there mad, and you know you're mad, look at you, every one of you. And you even put your mad face on. You could have looked at yourself in the mirror right then, you stopped all that. Because you're sitting there going, had that mad look. I'm mad, but I want you to know I'm mad. Look at me. See how mad I am? I'm mad. Do you realize I'm mad? Hey, I'm mad. Look at me. I'm mad. Don't you forget I'm mad. Well, no, don't you talk nice to me. I'm mad. Can't you see? Look. As Blake Shelton does it. See? Look, see? I know what y'all are doing now. See? I know what y'all are doing. I see how I set you up. Caught you. I know the one... Uh-huh. See, I I used to be in the country music business. I know I know the circles. That's right. No, actually, see, I quit watching all that kind of stuff. That's good. Amen. But you know when you're all mad at everybody? While you was hating on them about something? They was over, yeah, man, yeah, hey, man, what's up? Hey, man, good to see you, man. What's going on? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, y'all want to come to the party later? Because we're going to have a party later, man. Oh, hey, man, listen, by the way, when you stop, give me a 12-pack, man. Oh, yeah, pick up some uh, chips and dip, man. We're going to be, oh, yeah, man, we're going to the lake after a while. We're going to be having a good time. You over going, miserable, man, no counting loser, Hope a building falls on your head, man. I'm just, just blow them up, man. Just blow them up. You over there stewing and mad steam coming out your ears and ain't no more thinking about you than a stump. And you're over there just, just wearing it out. They ain't worried about you. You're the one getting hurt over the deal. And all, you know what? Not only did they do whatever they did to you to make you mad, but they're still wearing you out. They're still wearing you out because you over are not turning it loose. <laughs> yeah, and that makes you even madder. <laughs> I'm mad because I'm mad, that gummit. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> One in the mirror saying, me too, man. You tell them I can't too mad. <laughs> but you turn that loose, let it go. Amen. What if this is the year that you're able to forgive everybody that's ever wronged you? What if this is the year you seek and search out maybe that hidden bitterness, maybe that little unforgiveness down deep inside that you tried to hold on to, or maybe you tried to get rid of it and couldn't do it? What if this year you do? What if this year you break free from that yoke of bondage? How many of you know that's a yoke of bondage? Amen. What if this is the year of your greatest commitment? What if this is the year 
that you're renewed in the Holy Ghost like days of old, praise God. What if this is the year that God fills you to absolute capacity with the Holy Ghost? What if this is the year, praise God, that the Lord revives your strength? What if this is the year that you rekindle that fire? How many of you ever had that smoochy, smoochy, hug, hug fire going on with your relationship? Where it didn't matter what she did, she couldn't do no wrong, man. No matter what he did, man, he was the he was the catch me out, man. There wasn't no Oh Lord, I'm not going to heaven. Oh, thank you, Lord, for this man. Oh, I thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful man. He loved me so much. Yeah, then you then you a microscope comes in the mail. Dear God, what have you done to me, Lord? Help me, Jesus. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, man, you know, wow. I mean, whoo, and turn. I mean, boom, just like that. <laughs> Good morning, honey. What'd you say? <laughs> it's like, I can get, what? I, best thing, just shut up, you know. <laughs> Amen. But what if this is the year, man? Listen, how many of you ever remember how you felt? Praise God, the first moment that the Holy Ghost came on you. How many of you remember how it felt, man? How many of you remember the most powerful move the Holy Ghost you ever had in your life? How many of you remember that? All over you, man, and you just couldn't contain yourself. Praise God. I'm going to tell you, man, you just had to break loose and run. Praise God. I mean, just the power of the Holy Ghost, man, it's all you could do to keep just making a new door in the wall. Amen. Praise God. It wouldn't have mattered if you'd have fell off a building. wouldn't have hurt you. You'd have bounced up and kept running. Praise God. As I've often said before, you know, it's like the honeymoon. Oh, man, you're so in love and... You can't even see straight. You see them driving to the honeymoon, and they so close, look like look like two bodies with one head, or two heads on one body. They're all pressed over on one side of the car, and it's going down the road like this. Then you see them two or three years later, and they're so far out that man, they'd fall out the door. But if if somebody hit a bump, they'd fall right out in the street, trying as far as they can possibly get across the. Vehicle from one another, you know. But what if this is the year where the Lord renews your strength like an eagle? Praise God. What if this is the year where He rekindles that fire? What if this is the year that you fall in love with Jesus all over again and you rekindle that fire and you re, you re-enhance, praise God, that first love? Amen. Man, that's the kind of love you need. Whether it be in a relationship or whether it be in a in your walk with God, that's the kind of love it needs to be, that first love, that profound magnetism, praise God. Hallelujah. What if this is the year that you have more power than you've ever had before in your life? 
What if this year revival in your life would reconcile you with family? What if this is the year of your reconciliation with family? What if this is the year of reconciliation with those that the enemy drove apart? What if this is the year that would break down all barriers between you and those that God intends for you to reach? What if this is the year of evangelism for this church? What if this is the year that God gives us the greatest power we've ever had to reach souls? Just as He gave the apostles the power to become witnesses This is the greatest lack in churches today. What if this is the year that God opens up doors of opportunity such as never opened before to each one of us? What if this year He makes a way for us to reach people we've never been able to reach before? What if this year He gives us opportunities to evangelize for Him? What if this year He makes us more effective witnesses than ever before. That we not only are able to witness, but that he prepares the field before we get there. What if this year we become effective witnesses and they follow us to the house of God and stay? What if this is our homecoming year? Where people who have gotten away from God come home. What if this is the year of homecoming for this church? Where those that have made wrong choices get it right. And get back in the path where they belong. What if this is the year that people decide to follow Jesus? How long has it been since you pushed to win a soul? What if this is our greatest soul winning year we're ever going to have? Now I want you to consider two more words. Why not? Why not? Stay with me today.